Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hi, love. Welcome to episode 17 of the Money Love Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about a very important component of financial intimacy, which is how to communicate about money. So this week is a very special and important week. And you know that on the podcast for the past couple of weeks, we have been talking all about money and relationships in preparation for the launch of my new course, Money Harmony. And well, my friends, Money Harmony is here. Okay, the day has arrived. It launched yesterday. And so before we hop into today's episode, I want to take some time to make sure that you know exactly what's going on this week so that you can take advantage of it and that you don't miss this deal. So I'll just start by saying this. Anything that I do or create, I always 20x over deliver in value which means that anything that you buy, you're getting 20 times the amount of value that you actually pay for. And it's just one of my core philosophies of how I run my business, and it's just what I want to be known for. I want to be known as someone who always not only delivers, but over-delivers 100-fold. And anyone that ever ends up working with me, whether you take a course from me or whether you end up getting coached by me privately, I always want you to just be completely blown away. And Money Harmony is no different. So Money Harmony is my new online course for couples. So it's going to help you transform your own mindset, which then is going to transform the way that you view your partner and your relationship which then is going to allow you to manage the finances in your own relationship in a completely different way. It's going to help you understand your partner better and to have more compassion and understanding towards them in why they are the way that they are, why they do the things they do, why they want the things they want when it comes to money. It's going to help you bridge those gaps and bridge those differences between you. And it's really going to help you come up with a system to manage your money in a way that utilizes each of your strengths and unique personalities. It's going to help you leave behind the frustration and the resentment that you might feel towards your partner if you guys have different levels of income, different assets, different levels of debt that was brought into the relationship. It's going to help you communicate more effectively so that you can overcome the financial conflict or hardship that I feel every couple eventually will face at some point. It's going to help you to dream together and to really cast a vision for what you want your lives to look like as a financial team and as one unit. So it really is just this journey. It's a journey, like I said, that really is going to help you view your partner and experience your relationship in a completely different way than you do now, in the best way. So here's some things that I want you to consider this week if you are thinking about joining and jumping in with us. So I want to just answer some common questions that I've been asked this week about Money Harmony. So yes, it is worth it. It is 1,000% worth it. Money Harmony is the price of a therapy session, okay? So it's like you're getting 10 years worth of therapy 
for the cost of a one-hour session with a therapist. So is it worth it? Yeah, it's worth it. A thousandfold. I'm also getting asked, okay, we already budget together. How can Money Harmony help me? Money Harmony is so much more than budgeting. There's only one week out of the 12 total weeks that we're talking about budgeting. So this is so much more than here's how you budget together. I'm also getting asked, what if my partner has zero interest in doing this with me and participating? And I want you to know, it's totally fine. My husband probably would not do something like this with me either. But what I want you to know is that it only takes one person to change a relationship. Whether both of you do this together or whether it's just you that says, you know what, I know that we need help and I can be the one that goes through and consumes the content and implements these changes within our relationship, do it. And lastly, what if it doesn't work for me? If it doesn't work for you, all you have to do is email me and ask for a refund and I give you every single penny back, no questions asked. I will tell you not to toot my own horn, but again, this is the beautiful thing about over-delivering in value is that I have a 0% refund request rate. I have never had a single student come to me and ask for their money back and say that it wasn't worth it, but just know that you do have that insurance if you need it. So here is the deal that I am offering this week on Money Harmony. Now, I want to make this clear on the dates. This episode is being released November 17th, 2020, and this deal is only lasting for a week. So this is going to November 23rd, 2020. So I know with podcasts, it can be a little murky because some of you might be listening to this episode months from now, years from now. But a lot of you do listen to these episodes as soon as they're released. And so for those of you that do that, and we're still within that week time frame, you can take advantage of this deal. So here's the deal. You get $100 off the price of Money Harmony. There's two payment options. You can either pay up front or you can spread it out across a couple months. The $100 can be applied to either. So that means that you can start Money Harmony this week for as little as $49 if you do the option where you spread everything out. In addition to getting $100 off, you're also going to get Budget Love, my money management course, a $300 course, completely free. Budget Love is a course that honestly should probably be $3,000. I sell it for $300, again, over-delivering in value always, but you are going to get Budget Love completely free. You're also going to get a coaching session with me, a live coaching session with me and everyone that jumps in this week. And then in addition to that, there's going to be five bonus courses within Money Harmony that you're also going to get. So I'm going to have a bonus course for you on paying off debt together, a YNAB tutorial, the budgeting software that I use, a training on boundaries, a training on processing feelings, and also a training on how to navigate the home buying process, which is something that Ryan and I have done twice now together. And so I know a lot of you guys are first-time home buyers or are going to be first-time home buyers. So I have a bonus course for you on that as well. Y'all listen, I'll end with this and then we'll start talking about talking about money. With everything all together, Money Harmony is a $15,000 value. So even if you have to pay full price for it, you're still getting a 97% discount, let alone the $100 off, let alone a $300 course for free, let alone a coaching session and all the bonus courses, let alone you being able to take the entire course, consume all of the content, 
and then email me and get all of your money back if it wasn't worth it and it didn't work for you. It is an absolute no-brainer. And I know I'm really pounding this home, but listen, I am not going to do this deal again. So if you miss it, you miss it. And so for those of you who are here listening and can take advantage of it, I want you to. I want you to jump in. You're not going to regret it. It's going to change you. It's going to change your relationship. And it's going to change your financial future. It's the ultimate trifecta. It's a win-win-win. So the link to join and check everything out is in the show notes. Or you can also check out the link in my Instagram bio. It's going to be there basically for the rest of the month. All right? So that's how you jump in. Okay. Let's talk about talking about money. (laughs) Now, we have to start and think about this before we start talking about talking about money. We need to really think about and process how taboo money is within our culture and how taboo it is within our society to talk about money. And I want you to really think about how comfortable you are talking about money. And I think if I was to ask each of you individually, most of you would tell me that you don't feel very comfortable talking about money. And it's not very surprising because most of us, me included, have been told our entire lives that it's just, quote, not something that you do, right? Like, did your parents ever say to you, like, oh, sweetie, you just don't ask people about that? Or, oh, we just don't talk about things like that. When it comes to money, when it comes to talking about money or asking other people how much money they make. And by us growing up and being told those things, it really makes us feel like we can't talk about money, that it's wrong or it's inappropriate to talk about money. And if you remember from a past episode, I was talking about how as a society, we value stuff more than we value money. And so it's totally acceptable for us to talk about all the stuff that we have and that we've bought with our money. But the second we actually start talking about the money that we use to buy all the stuff, suddenly it just becomes taboo or tacky or inappropriate. So I'll tell you this story that actually just popped into my head because I think it illustrates this point really well. So when I was doing all the prep work to launch the Money Love podcast, one of the first things that I did was I started going to all the podcasts that I love and I listen to on a regular basis. And I went through and I started reading all of the reviews to get a sense of what do people like? What do they not like? What turns people off? What makes people mad or angry? Like, I just didn't know like what to do and what not to do. And obviously the first podcast that I went to, which is probably my favorite podcast, is the Life Coach School podcast by Brooke Castillo. And she has like 8,000 something reviews. I mean, she has a ton of reviews because it's a huge podcast. Well, I started going through. And of course, when you have that many reviews, you're going to have one star reviews. It's just going to happen. It's like you can't please everyone. There's going to be people out there who don't like what you have to say. But it was so interesting to me because I would say 90% of her one star reviews are from other women giving her a one-star review in relation to the episodes where she talks about money. There are other women going on and saying, like, she's become so greedy, she's money-hungry, she just talks about money all the time, money this, money that. And honestly, I kind of had this moment where I was like, shoot, I'm about to launch a podcast where all I'm going to do is talk about money. Is this a terrible idea? Have I totally picked the wrong niche to go out and help people Because it's just unacceptable or it's too taboo 
for women in this day and age to be talking about money. That's just the narrative. It's like, women, you just do not talk about money. And the sad thing is, is that all of those one-star reviews, giving her the one-star reviews because she was talking about money, is from other women who are telling another woman to be quiet and shut up and stop talking about money because it's not appropriate. And I want you to think about this, okay? When you're told not to talk about money, or when you think that you shouldn't be talking about money, then what message does that send about money? It sends the message that money is bad and it's evil and it's dirty. And so by you not feeling comfortable talking about it, then of course you are absolutely not going to feel comfortable making more of it or asking questions to get the information that you need to manage it well or sharing information with other women who might need your help or who might need to hear your unique story when it comes to money. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about talking about money within your relationship, but I want you to know, relationship or not, here is my plea to you. Talk about money and talk about it openly and frequently and without apology because taboos are the breeding ground for fear, for limitation, for misunderstanding, and for pain. And until we pry open the door and we begin to explore the taboo subject of money, we are going to remain imprisoned in a system that keeps us stuck and fearful and contracted. But once that door is opened and once we can start talking about it more openly, we can start to explore new possibilities. When more women are out there talking about money, and being more open and transparent with one another about what's going on, instead of us just brushing it under the rug or only talking about it behind closed doors, then at that point, we're going to have more information and more insight to go off of in order to enact more change and in order to create more abundant lives for ourselves. So if you ever need a space to feel comfortable to talk about money, I want you to know that you have that here. You can always come to me and I will always talk money to you all day long. I love talking about money and because I love talking about money, I love making money, I love having money, I love spending it, I love saving it, and I absolutely want the same for you. So let's start talking about money in terms of your relationship. So if you remember from episode 13, the episode all about financial intimacy, I went through and I outlined the five areas of financial intimacy that I feel are so important. And the last area that I talked about was your ability to communicate about money. I believe that there is a direct correlation to how frequently and how constructively the communication is that you are having around money in your relationship to how deep the financial intimacy is within your relationship. You cannot have one without the other. Because in order to be truly financially intimate with your partner, you have to learn how to openly and honestly communicate about money in a way that enables you to express your hope, your fears, your needs, and your desires when it comes to money. And so this question always comes up. It's, okay, how do I talk to my spouse or my partner about money in a way that's constructive? in a way that actually helps things and makes things better. So that's what we're going to spend the rest of the episode talking about. And I typically find that people are in one of two camps. 
The first camp is those of you who really aren't talking about money very much at all right now with your partner. And then the second camp are those of you who you are talking about money, but the conversations that you're having aren't very constructive. And it's communication that ultimately just leads to more disconnection and more frustration than you had before the conversation started. So we're going to talk about both of those. So let's start with those of you who just flat out are not talking about money very much at all. Okay, let's start with you. So the first question that I'm going to ask you to answer, which is my favorite question to ask in most situations, is simply, why? Why aren't you guys talking about money? And I'm asking you that because I truly want you to answer it from your own perspective. Is it because it's uncomfortable for you? Is it because you think that your partner doesn't want to talk about it? Is it because it makes you feel overwhelmed? Like, what is it for you? And once you know what that answer is, it'll be really enlightening because that will be the area that you know you have work to do in. Because listen, you have got to get to a point where you guys are talking about money, okay? It's just absolutely got to happen. And here's something else that I think will help those of you who are struggling to talk about money within your relationships. I want you to know that the uncomfortableness of talking about the money is coming from your programming. It's not coming from the money. It's coming from your thoughts about the money. It's not actually coming from the circumstance of the money. It's coming from years and years and years of being told, oh, sweetie, we just don't talk about that. We just don't ask people questions like that. That's just not something that we do. And I want you to remember that all of these things, it's just your programming. It isn't the truth. It's not fact. This is just someone else's belief that they have passed down to you. It's programming that's been served to you that you've chosen to carry with you. But it's also a choice not to carry it with you any further. And so I challenge you to answer this question. Ask yourself, is this programming serving me? Is it making my relationship better? Is it helping me reach my full financial potential? And I would argue that no, it's absolutely not. It's not serving your relationship or helping you create a wealthy life if you can't talk about money, that you can't bring up money to your partner, that it's making you think that talking about money is awkward and uncomfortable or that your partner's going to judge you or they think you're going to be nosy or high maintenance or whatever it is that you think is going to happen. And I'm here to tell you that as awkward and as uncomfortable as you think it's going to be, trust me, having to deal with the pain and discomfort of your marriage falling apart or of you hitting rock bottom financially because you can't talk about money, that is way worse than you having to have a couple conversations from time to time that are hard and uncomfortable. And I know you might be like, oh, Paige, don't be dramatic, but y'all listen. Money fights and money problems and lack of communication around money and relationships is one of the leading causes of why relationships end today. So for many of y'all, it's going to be uncomfortable either way. It's going to be uncomfortable to have the conversations, but it's also going to be pretty uncomfortable if your marriage falls apart. So it truly is the situation of pick your heart. Now, I'm going to give you an outline of how to have these conversations in a second, okay? But before we do that, let's transition to the second group. So those of you who are talking about money with your partner, 
but let's just say that they're not the most constructive conversations. I want to talk to you for a second. What I want you to hear is that money is a survival resource, all right? It's something that we all need to function in modern day society in order to meet our basic needs, our shelter, our food, our clothing. We need money. And most of us associate having money with getting our needs met and not having money as not getting our needs met. And so it's no surprise that many of the conversations that we have around money feel very emotionally charged. Money is a core survival issue. And so many of us feel very vulnerable when it comes to money and talking about money because it's an area of our lives that can sometimes feel very out of control and also very much so affected by the actions of others. So just know that it's not uncommon for your conversations around money to be more emotional, to be a little heated, but here is my best advice for you. First and foremost, do not have any conversations about money when one of you is feeling very heated very up and down, very unstable. And I don't say unstable in a bad way, but I think you guys know what I mean. You're not in a clean headspace because you cannot have clear and compassionate conversations with one another if you're flying off the handle. I want you to know that if you need to take some time, take some time. I absolutely hate the saying, don't go to bed angry. I do not agree with that. I've never agreed with that. Because I think that the most constructive conversations happen from a place of clarity and calmness. And I think that if you need to take time to settle down a little bit, and if that means going to bed angry, giving yourself some time and some space to clear your head a little bit, do so. There's absolutely nothing wrong with saying to your partner, like, you know what? I need some time. We need to table this conversation until later, until I've calmed down a little bit, until my mind feels a little bit more clear to have a more constructive conversation around this. I do that all the time with Ryan. I'd rather you give yourself some time so that in the future you can have a more constructive conversation than having a conversation right now because you can't go to bed angry and really not resolving anything. So that's first and foremost. When you're talking about money, which again, is a core survival issue, which means that it can be very intense sometimes, make sure you're in a space where you can be open, understanding, and compassionate towards your partner. And if you don't feel like you're there, give yourself some time. So after that, there is a framework that I want you to follow. I want you to communicate in a way that really aligns with the model, right? The C-T-F-A-R, the circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. And I just have to say, isn't the model amazing, right? Like you can use it to transform your own life, but you can also use it to communicate effectively with others. Now, this can be used for both groups. For those of you who want to initiate more conversations around money within your relationship, or for those of you who want to talk about something specific in relation to money, for something that's on your mind, or for something that you need to have a conversation about. So once you're in a good headspace, here's what we do. First, you state the circumstance, the C. You summarize what's been happening or what's been going on that is leading to you wanting to have this conversation. And my advice for you here is just to state it very factually, okay? We don't want to be accusatory. 
We don't want to place blame. We simply just want to state what's been going on very factually. So you could say something like, hey, I noticed it's been about a month since we last sat down and looked at our finances. Or you can say, hey, it looks like we overspent on our budget last month. Or you could say, hey, it looks like we have some money that's come in recently that we don't really have a purpose for right now. Okay, just state what's going on. Then after you've done that, move on to the next part, which is stating your observation or beliefs about the circumstance, and then also stating how it makes you feel. So if your observation was, hey, it's been about a month since we last looked at our finances, your thought and feeling that follows that could be, and I don't really have a good sense of where we stand right now financially. And that makes me feel really out of control or it makes me feel really insecure, right? So you've stated the facts, you've stated your thought about it and how it makes you feel. And then the next thing that I want you to communicate is the actions that you'd like to take in response. So you could say, I'd really like to sit down on Sunday afternoon and take a look at everything so I'm more in the know and I can feel more secure. So again, the actions that you want to take. And then the last part is asking for their thoughts or for their participation by saying something like, is that something that we could do together? Okay, so let me string all this together for you so you can just hear it all at once. So you can say, hey, it's been about a month since we last looked at our finances, and I don't really have a good stance on where we are right now financially, which is making me feel really out of the loop and insecure. And I'd really appreciate it if we could sit down on Sunday afternoon and just take a look at everything so I'm more in the know and I can feel more secure. Is that something that we can do together? Now, a couple things that I want to point out to you. Do you notice that the way that all of this is worded and how it's structured, it's about you. It's about your observations. It's about how you're interpreting it and how it's making you feel. And it's the actions that you would like to take that you're asking your partner for their participation. It's not placing blame on them or placing responsibility on anyone other than yourself. You're not saying to them, why haven't we done this? Why haven't you looped me in? You're not attacking them. You are taking ownership and communicating your thoughts and your feelings to your partner and what you would like to do about it. And this type of communication, communication that is centered towards you taking ownership over how you're thinking and how you're feeling, but also you offering solutions is much more effective. And it's going to get you a lot further down the road with your partner, okay? Instead of placing the burden on them to figure out the solution, you do that. And listen, you might not know how to fix the entire problem, but you can probably at least suggest a next step that you can both take together, right? And this is going to show your partner that you're focused on figuring out a solution. You're being future focused rather than harping on the past and simply interested in shaming them and blaming them and chastising them for something that's gone wrong. Think about it. No one, including you, wants to be a part of a conversation or a situation where they think that that's what's going to happen to them. So here's one more outline using another example that we talked about, just so you can hear something a little bit different. So you could say, hey, I was crunching the numbers and it looks like we overspent on the budget last month. And I know with our viewpoints on not going into debt that this is something that really makes me feel worried. 
could we spend some time the next couple of days just looking at areas that we overspent last month and maybe come up with some things that we can do to adjust so that we can do better moving forward? That would really ease my mind. Would you be open to doing that together? Okay. Observation, your thoughts, your feelings, actions to take to find a solution, and then making the request of your partner to participate. Making it about you or using statements like we, us, not placing blame on your partner. Now, I think that most of you will find that this type of communication is going to be a lot more effective than what you're doing now. And most of your partners, when it's worded this way and they don't feel attacked or blame or responsible to figure everything out on their own, they will be happy to partake in the solution that you suggest. Now, the last question that I get asked all the time is like, how often should we be doing this? How often should we be talking about money? And I want you to know that there is no rule book. Okay, there is no magic number that you need to be getting to because every couple is different. I'll tell you this, Ryan and I talk about money, I would say on a deeper level, that's not just like, hey, quick surface level, probably once a week. And those conversations usually happen on Sundays. Sundays are our days where we just talk about our weeks and what we have going on and what our schedules are going to look like. And then that conversation just naturally kind of flows into us checking in with our finances checking in with our long-term goals, how we're tracking towards the goals. And I would say those conversations are happening, I would say three or four times a month. But like I said, every couple is different. But here's how you'll know if it's enough. I want you to answer, do I know what's going on with our finances? A. B. Do I have a sense of how we're tracking towards our goals? And C. Are we communicating about any financial issues that are coming up when they arise? If you can answer yes to all of these questions, if you know what's going on, if you know how you're tracking towards things, and if you guys are actively talking about issues as they're coming up, then I would say you're good. Don't just talk about money to talk about money, okay? Unless you actually do enjoy talking about money, but from what I found, most couples don't. So that is what I have for you on talking about money. Now, I will tell you, coming Thursday, another bonus episode for you guys. So this is going to be the third week in a row that you've gotten two episodes in one week. This is going to be the last week that I'm doing this. Next week, we are going to return to regular scheduled programming of just doing one episode on Tuesdays. But this Thursday, I have another episode coming out for you on how to disagree, how to navigate conversations between you and your partner when you have different viewpoints when you don't agree, and how to bridge that gap through conversation. So that is coming Thursday. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, and if it was helpful and valuable to you, please share it. And if you have two minutes, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and also leave a review of the show. Again, that just helps other people find the work that we do here. All right. I love you guys so much. Have an amazing week, and I will see you back Thursday for a conversation all about how to disagree. I love you and I'll see you then. Bye. Hey girl, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to join me in overcoming overspending. It's my signature program where I take you through my three phase approach to stop impulse shopping and overspending so that you can finally start making substantial progress with your finances. Through the self-paced online program, student community group, and live weekly coaching with me, you will receive 
all the encouragement you need to finally achieve lasting change with your money habits that have been sabotaging you for so long. You'll have money back in your pocket. You will leave behind the stress and the worry that you currently experience with money and your spending will be controlled, purposeful, and actually feel good and be fun. The best part is it's 100% risk-free. You have a lifetime to implement my proven process. And after doing that, if you don't make your investment back, I will give you a full refund. Your results are guaranteed or the program is on me. Just head over to overcomingoverspending.com to get started. I can't wait to have you as a student within the program.